This is Made by Music. A decade or two ago, even Christians, we were actually a little embarrassed to go to a faith-based film. We definitely would take our friends because the quality just wasn't there. But now you are exactly right. The quality, the technical excellence is matched with an unapologetic gospel storyline. And um, Hollywood can't help but to take note. This is Made by Music with Brad Kirsten. News, interviews, and fresh reviews of albums, tech, and more. Whatever is made by music. Hi, Brad Kirsten here. Welcome to a brand new episode of Made by Music. If you look at how things have been going over the last two weeks, this week included, it feels a bit more like Made by Movies. When you get a call from the publicist saying there's an interview opportunity and you find out it's going to be movie directors and screenplay writers like last week with the Kendrick brothers and that this week I'll have the opportunity to speak to Priscilla Shira, you get a little bit nervous. These are big deal people. But once you connect with them, you realize they're just people with a passion for what God has called them to do. They do it with excellence and enthusiasm. And speaking about enthusiasm, If Priscilla Shira's enthusiasm isn't contagious, then I don't know what is. Because when we're done with this conversation, you're going to be so fired up. I don't know, to write a sermon or write a song or watch a movie or go preach the gospel somewhere. This lady is a firecracker. I had the opportunity to connect with her earlier on in the week. And uh, here is my conversation with the very lovely Priscilla Shira. Overcomer, an inspirational new sports drama from Alex and Stephen Kendrick, the creators of Facing the Giants, Fireproof, Courageous, and the number one box office hit War Room. It's going to be opening in the U.S. cinemas August 23rd and in selected Stakinico cinemas in South Africa from August the 30th. On the line, a lady that uh, you'll see in the movie Overcomer, it's Priscilla Shira. Priscilla, great chatting with you. How are you today? I'm doing really good. Thanks so much for spending time with me on the phone today. Uh, Priscilla, uh, despite all your years of ministry, hosting your own TV show, your public appearances, all the books you've written, to some people, you're just Mrs. Finch, Bart Millard's teacher. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'll accept that. I love that so much. I enjoyed being a part of telling that story. (laughs) And I guess, Priscilla, for you, as long as there's a changed life and a testimony, whichever way you can contribute, you'll take it, right? You know what? Yes. And I'm so glad that you said that, Brad, because the thing is, all of it's ministry to me, whether I'm standing on a platform and sharing directly from God's word or whether I'm doing it on the written page in a book or whether I'm sitting down interviewing someone like you're doing today and their story helps shine the light and the glory to Jesus and, and, and change somebody's life or whether in this way, I mean, this is the shock of my life. You could have never told me in a million years <laughs> that I'd be in a movie. I'm not an actress by trade. Yeah. And so here I am on screen in a way that I could have never imagined, but I still feel like I'm doing the exact same thing. The purpose is the same, to glorify the name of Jesus and to edify the body of Christ. And that is your attitude towards all that you do, isn't it? When you played Elizabeth Jordan and that was so powerful in War Room, uh, and now you're going to be playing the part of Olivia Brooks in Overcomer. Uh, quickly tell us, you know, you, you, were so, you became so well known as an actress in that portrayal in uh, War Room, which was quite incredible. How do you stay working with the Kendrick brothers and take on a new persona in Olivia Brooks? How does that process work? Do they say you were so great, we want you to stay, or we think you'll be perfect for a role we have in mind? What happens behind the scenes that they bring you along to the next film? 
Well, yes. Um, you know, as they're writing, uh, one thing I love about the Kendrick brothers, which is why I trust them in their ministry so much, is that they are prayerful literally for years before they actually begin filming a project. Hmm. So that for them telling me about the storyline for Overcomer four years ago, we had just released War Room and four years ago, the Lord had put the spark in their mind about Overcomer. So they spent four years prayerfully writing um, and asking the Lord about each of those main roles. And if there you know, were just any people that God would bring to their mind to play those roles. So for Olivia Brooks, they just felt sure that that would be something that I would be able to handle um, and that I'd be able to portray well. And so they just called up and asked, would I be willing to to participate in that way? And again, I was grateful for the opportunity because I knew that just like all their other films, we were going to have an opportunity to not water down the gospel and to present it boldly and clearly. When it comes to a name like Olivia Brooks in the, in this new movie, Overcomer, do you have a choice as to what your character's name is going to be? Or do they say, yeah, by the way, Priscilla, you are going to be Olivia Brooks. And you go, Olivia Brooks? Do I, I, don't, do I look like an Olivia Brooks? <laughs> you know what? It's interesting you say that because oftentimes they have called, even with War Room, they have called or texted and sent me a list of names for different uh, members of in, in War Room, different members of the family. And then here for my name as well, they sent me different options. And, and I appreciate that they do that. The reason why is because they really want to be culturally sensitive as well. Um, as an African-American woman, they mm. want to make sure that it's a name that sort of resonates with um, our culture, resonates with me uh, as an individual as well. And so I appreciate their tenderness and their sensitivity to diversity in their films. Uh, and when it comes to uh, what they do on set, as opposed to any other movie, you touched on the fact that they're so prayerful. I was reading somewhere, Priscilla, that it, it's between scenes or at a new scene where they actually say, guys, let's just get together as the crew and the cast. Let's pray through this. Absolutely. Every single day starts with devotions. And so around 7 a.m., the cast and crew gather every single day of filming. And I have to say that the Irwin brothers, Andy and John Irwin, who did I Can Only Imagine, they're the exact same way, where they gather the entire cast and crew together before the day starts to have a short devotional and a time of prayer to dedicate the day to the Lord. And then you're right. As we are filming, there are particular pivotal scenes. Mm. For example, in Overcomer, there's a scene where my character leads another character character um, to the Lord. Like literally they grab hands and pray. And I remember before we filmed that, Alex paused and he said, listen, can everybody come around here? Um, Everybody from behind the camera, the makeup team, art directors, everybody come forward. Let's grab hands and let's pray right now that God would be glorified and that he would use these words to translate into a movie theater somewhere so that someone who does not know what to pray will pray along and receive Jesus Christ as Savior. Don't you just love what's happening, though, through cinema? Think about years ago, there was seldom anything truly good with top production value and great acting and and a good budget behind it as well that was getting Jesus' name out across the cinemas. Certainly for us here in South Africa, there was very little to choose from except for a few local productions. Now it's it's just top-notch stuff that's truly making waves and, and changing people's lives. Now God's able to use so many people that have worked in these movies, uh, secular and mainstream movies in the past, to bring us something that is changing people's lives for eternity. I mean, what a great time to be alive. Oh, man, you said it. I'm so grateful and so um, excited about the gift that God has given me to be a part of it. Like, I can't believe he's including me in what I think is really a resurgence of what it means to be a faith-based film. Because you're right, a decade or two ago, even Christians, we were actually a little embarrassed to go to a faith-based film. We definitely would 
take our friends because the quality just wasn't there. But now you are exactly right. The quality, the technical excellence is matched with an unapologetic gospel storyline. And um, Hollywood can't help but to take note. In fact, when I Can Only Imagine came out, um, it did so well at the box office, almost approaching $100 million, which is unheard of for most movies, much less a faith-based film. War Room was the same way. Um, I remember a the USA Today, which is a major um, newspaper here in the States, they had a story. The headline of it was, Hollywood, you should stop being surprised. And the point was, stop being surprised when these faith-based films come out and make $100 million in the box office. That's telling you, one film after the other, that people want a clear gospel message. They don't want a watered-down version of it. They want something they can take their entire family to see, and they want quality films that honor their faith. And so I'm so grateful that people are viewing faith-based films through the lens that they should be as quality films that are worth going to see. And we know how passionate you are about the scriptures. It's what you write about. It's what you teach about, Priscilla. And now uh, movies that are starting to create a hunger for it. And boy, oh boy, do we need it. I mean, even as Christians, we can we can tell you the song lyrics or or the route through a computer game or, or a plot of a movie line, but we can't even recite scripture references. We've got a long way to go. And, and I think if this can start to birth a hunger inside of us for the Word of God, then that's also a great thing. Oh, it is. Um, one portion of the film concentrates specifically on Ephesians 1 and 2. And my character tells another one, hey, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to read Ephesians 1 through 2 and write down everything in those two chapters that God says you are. Write down who he says you are and then write down what you have access to because you're his kid. And so you see a young girl going through it and writing down who God says she is. That would be a powerful practice for all of us. So uh, for someone who loves scriptures, you're someone who writes about it. How many books have you written, Priscilla? I tried to count and I don't know. I didn't even know where to start, but you'd know the numbers to tell us. How many books have you written? <laughs> you know, I don't really know either, to okay. be honest with you, but I think it's probably around 15 or 16 trade books and then maybe um, the same amount of Bible studies. So Radiant is a new book that's out specifically for young women, uh, young girls. And in a way, there's a beautiful overlap with Overcomer, which really stars a, a young girl. And I'd love to know if there was any relationship with you and Aaron, you know, chatting uh, on screen uh, or at least on set and, and off screen. But let's just quickly chat about the book for a moment. Uh, true identity, it's something that the enemy is stealing. It's something that, let's be honest, we're also so happy to give away and something that we really need to, to be spoken to about. So Radiant really is that kind of book, isn't it? It is. It, it's designed to remind, particularly like you said, young women, because what a great age to help instill in young people that you are not defined by your weaknesses. You're not defined by your behavior. You're not defined by your tendencies. You're not defined by your feelings. Mm. You're not even defined by what has happened to you in your past. That's not what defined you. It may have happened. And yes, you may need work in that area of your life or whatever, but that is, that's not who you are. You are not what you have done or what's been done to you. You are who God says you are. And Brad, this changes your whole life. Life. Because when you start operating and living in alignment with the truth of who God says you are, that means instead of operating from insecurity or fear or lack or all of the things that you may 
feel, you start making choices that line up with what God says. Like you're chosen, you're redeemed, you're forgiven, you're loved, you're enough. So now that means I don't choose relationships out of insecurity anymore, or I don't tweet that out of insecurity anymore. If it's not coming from a place that aligns with who I know that I am in God, then I don't do it. I don't say it. I don't behave in that way. And as a result of that, my life is full and free and victorious, and I get to experience the abundance that God has planned for me. Well, if you had a choice, Priscilla, you'd grab as many of these books as you could carry, and you'd stand outside schools and youth centers, and you would just shove these into the hands of young people because if there was ever a time that we needed to have our identity cemented and founded on Christ, it's now where there's so much stealing our attention. Oh, absolutely. We've got an identity crisis literally mm. all over the world. People are, and you know what, the way we see it mostly, Brad, is we see this identity crisis in the redefinition of everything. Um, women and men want to redefine and re-identify their genders. Um, we're redefining family. We're just redefining everything that God has clearly put definitions to. And that's because we're in an identity crisis. Folks are trying to find their significance somewhere. So if your significance is tied to something, for example, that is temporal, like success, mm. man, you can have success in one decade of your life and then another decade, none of that success follow you. What does that mean for you? Does that mean you're now decimated and devastated and disappointed and unable to have hope and peace because your life was hanging on that value you placed on success or beauty or any of those sorts of things? So our success and significance can't be tied to stuff that can be taken away. It's got to be tied to something that does not change and who God says we are does not change our value does not shift no matter what happens in our lives you so powerfully share that uh, vision with us here today but but what about opportunities to sit with somebody like young Aaron Wright Thompson who who plays a role in Overcomer uh, and the story just uh, I think is going to be one that's going to grab particularly young girls just like your book Radiant is going to do when they see Aaron in character did you ever have an opportunity to mentor to her just off screen in connection uh, and tell us a little bit about her personality. Absolutely. She is a delightful young lady. This is her first uh, movie, same as it was for me when I uh, did War Room. So she kind of just jumped right in and she rose up to the challenge. People will adore her on screen. And she really is just as sweet off screen as she is on. <laughs> She's a delightful young lady. And yes, we did spend time just sitting around talking because um, uh, people might not know this, but filmmaking is a long, arduous process. There are hours and hours upon hours in 13 hour long days that you're sort of sitting there not filming anything, just sort of waiting on the next shot. And so we did have time to sit and talk and chat. And she's a very mature young lady that God has done a lot in her life. Honestly, through difficulty that she's faced in her life, God has really shaped and matured her character. And so there are really great things in store for her. And uh, what's next for you, Priscilla? We know that you've just, uh, obviously, this film is you is only coming out next month. And uh, I had the opportunity to speak to Stephen and Alex Kendrick, and they said, look, there are two or three movie ideas that they're still praying over. So that's uh, only between them and God and a few select other people. And maybe you may or may not be one of those select few. Yeah. But uh, uh, beyond movies for you, I mean, I, I think you just can't help but write. God's placed so much in your heart and in your mind that you're passionate about. And we've heard some of that today. Are you just going to keep pushing that out, getting it out there, whether you're speaking on stage or writing a book just to spread that message continuously? Absolutely. I, you know, a long time ago, 
I told the Lord, whatever you do with my life, Lord, however you want to use me for your glory, I'm game. I'm, I'm down for it. And I will tell you that the main way that happens for me, Brad, is not it's not in public ministry. I enjoy public ministry and it is a privilege to serve in that way. But really, the, the biggest ministry that I focus my attention on are the three boys that God has given me and Jerry to raise. And so being here at home, which is where I am right now, being here with them, um, you know, sitting around having conversations with them as they navigate their teenage experience and and making sure that they know what God's word says about them. I've got these affirmation statements um, that really I took straight from scripture that I speak over them every single morning that I have posted on the wall. And sometimes I make them read themselves. And sometimes because they're teenagers, they don't want to hear it, but I'm their mama. And I don't care if they want to hear it or not. I'm going to make it my privilege and my responsibility to make sure to mentor not just everybody else out there but the children that are right here that given me to rear uh you've thrilled us thanks for this time together you can catch uh, priscilla shira um in the pages of her new book called radiant specifically speaking identity into the lives of young girls and women but also as the character olivia brooks in the upcoming movie overcomer and uh we're so grateful for time with you priscilla thank you for blessing us with your enthusiasm with your passion with some great acting and come the 30th of August, uh, we look forward to heading down to the cinema and being filled up to the brim with good stuff. And thanks for the role that you've played in that and in every other ministry God has called you to. Thanks for this great time. I'm thrilled. I'm so grateful. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. So great spending time with you here on Made by Music. We'll be back in seven days' time to bring you news, reviews, interviews, all the things that you need to get psyched up and excited about what's happening in the Christian and gospel music industry. We'll have that for you right here, either in the podcasting universe or on your favorite Christian radio station. If you want to get in touch with me during the course of the week, want us to review an album or just want to say hi and give us some feedback, we'd love to hear from you. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Brad underscore Kirsten. On Facebook, Brad Kirsten on radio. And I'm also online at bradkirsten.com. Make sure to visit us on Apple Podcasts and click subscribe. Or you can listen to us wherever else you might be consuming your podcasts. We're also on SoundCloud. Just put in a search for one word, made by music. Stay in touch. Look forward to connecting with you in seven days' time. From me, Brad Kirsten. Bye-bye. This is Made by Music with Brad Kirsten. News, interviews, and fresh reviews of albums, tech, and more. Whatever is made by music.